All right, we're joined in the media center by Top Fuel Provisional Number One Qualifier Justin Ashley, who went to number one with a run of 3.676 at 331 miles an hour. Uh, Justin, uh, put you in line for your first career number one qualifier in Top Fuel. Certainly a great way to start the year. How, how good did that run feel uh, to, to open the year? Yeah, that felt great. I mean, you know, you have this whole off season, right? And it's relatively quick, it's two months, but at the end of the day, it feels like it's been forever. So it's exciting to be able to get back in the race car. And we were able to go down there at the first run of the new season and go right to the top and, and run as good as we did in front of our new sponsor. Um, you know, it's exactly what we were looking for. And it's, it's a good way to kick off the weekend. What would it mean to, to, to get a number one qualifier for the first time in top fuel, especially with a field like this? Oh, it'd be great. I mean, you said it right. I think this is the best top fuel field in probably at least a decade. So to be able to qualify number one would be amazing. I mean, we still have tomorrow to go. You know, you've got a lot of really good cars behind us that are going to try and improve, but our Phillips Connect team is going to try and do exactly the same thing and even improve upon today. So we got to take it one qualifying round at a time and see where we end up at the end of the day. So, Justin, at uh, Phoenix, you worked a lot on your early times, and I think on several days you had the quickest 60 foot of all the top fuel cars. Was that part of this big plan here that, that eventually gave you a good start to carry on for the rest of the run? Yeah, it was. I mean, that's part of the plan, right? We wanted to get the car moving early. So I think we did a really good job of running well last year, but we really wanted to take that next step this year. And a big part of that was improving the 60 foot time, improving the early time. And when you have a good 60 foot time, generally it leads to good things down the track. And, and that's what happened there. It was a major factor in Phoenix and it was a major factor here today. I believe Antron ran very well on that run too. How well is the alliance with Antron Brown Motorsports working out for you guys? It's great, it's critical, right? It's critical for our Phillips Connect team and it's critical for his Maco Tools team. I mean, that's what we want. You're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And we continue to surround ourselves with good people and that's what we want and our team is doing a fantastic job. His team is doing a fantastic job and just to be able to be teammates with a guy like Antron uh, really is a privilege and we wanna to continue to expand upon that relationship and build it for the rest of this year and years to come. Yeah, two, two questions. First of all, that run side by side with my Salinas, could you see or hear him outside? You know, like how in apartments in AT? I heard him. I definitely heard him. And uh, sometimes I see someone and I'm like, ah, I'm really not supposed to be looking that way, right? <laughs> supposed to focus ahead, but uh, I didn't see him that time I did hear him. Yeah. Second question, some unfinished business from last July here? Yeah, there's always unfinished business. I feel like there's always unfinished business at every racetrack, but yeah, this one in particular, I feel like maybe there's a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Yeah, Justin, this has been a year of big names coming into the sport, returns, all of that. Just talk about Jim Epler, Phillips Connect, coming back, a name that is connected to a historic milestone, back in drag racing, supporting your team. What has that been like and what you're seeing here in 2022, all these different people, businesses, companies, teams, Tony Stewart, all coming into the sport of drag racing, the energy that is making it happen. Yeah, it's great, right? You see all these teams coming back, and they're coming back for a reason. They're coming back because the businesses that are getting involved with them. And NHRA just offers such a great platform for businesses to be able to work with other businesses uh, to get business deals done. And we're very fortunate to have Phillips Connect on board. And the unique part about it, which you generally don't have with a sponsor, is Jim Epler being involved, right? The first funny car driver to go 300 miles per hour. So the reason, one of the many reasons why it's so great to have him involved is because he knows how the sport works on the track, but off the track too. So they've done a really good job of implementing a business plan and putting it in place for the Phillips Connect brand to grow, but to be able to generate business from it. So just having a good time working with Amber White, Jim Epler, and Rob Phillips, and the entire team. <coughs> Justin, hey, Larry Stewart, Southern California News Group. Can you talk a little bit more about 
think what happened in August here, this track at the last Winter Nationals, and that had to be maybe the worst day uh, in racing for you. Now you're coming out here with a good time and top qualifying. Contrast the two. Right, I mean, it's tough, right? Obviously, it wasn't a good experience when I was out here last time, but I think that the worst mistake I could have done is not learn from it. So lesson learned, and that's in the rearview mirror. And if anything else, I think that it's provided me extra motivation to be here today. And, uh, you know, it's not something that I'm scared of coming back here. Instead, it's the opposite. I want to get back here. I want to conquer this racetrack and, and come away with the win here. And this is a good start. This is how we want to start the season. What's the lesson you learned just that you should have backed out earlier? No, I mean, I think, you know, just, you know, you're so busy caught up in sponsors and the business side and, uh, you know, making sure that you're doing your job behind the wheel that maybe, you know, I didn't, pretty simple, I didn't eat and drink like I should have. And, uh, you know, I ended up in the position I was, but uh, the past is the past. You learn from it and move on. One more. Justin, you're two years removed from the rookie, of, uh, being the rookie of the year award recipient. How much longer do you have to go before you're considered a veteran? Or how, how long in your eyes do you have to be out here before you're considered one of these veteran drivers and a real good driver? Well, I think it takes time, right? It takes experience. You know, my, my rookie year, I think back to some of the lessons I learned, some of the things I experienced, and year by year, each pass, I continue to experience new things and, and new tracks and uh, things that might I might have expected to happen, things that I might not have expected to happen. And I think that's what makes you a veteran, right? It's not necessarily the amount of years that you've been out here as much as what you've experienced and the knowledge that you've gained. So I'm sure, uh, you know, it's gonna take at least a few more years to fully gain that knowledge, uh, you know, but I'm looking forward to that challenge. And one last, you know, you have a teammate now with Antron with the Alliance and Toyota. Can you, does that give you any kind of additional confidence that you have someone you can, you know, turn to that's just right across the pit from you and just share information with? Yeah, uh, it's a big confidence booster. You know, Antron and I have had a good relationship for a long time, and so have our teams, and we kind of did it in a more casual way before. But now that it's official, just to have someone across the way who I can go. And, you know, like even last week during testing or something, I went over to them and said, hey, you know, do you feel X, Y, and Z in the car while you're going down this racetrack? And we're able to discuss things and talk things. And then getting our brain trust of crew chiefs together to study, you know, information, study data, look over it, uh, really is something that's invaluable to us, and it's invaluable to them. And uh, it's just a relationship that I think is really good for everyone.